In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Remove him from office. No Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you Who shut up, man? Listen. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Sammy Sage. And the Betches Sup Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news brought to you by your two funniest friends. There's Which three of us. Oh, there's three of us. <laughs> Which one are you not calling funny today? <laughs> Me. There are three of us. Which yeah. is us. And of course, this is probably your second sub podcast of the day, if you know what's up, of course. Yeah. More announcements. What a week yeah. to start. Good God. Could never have. I mean, you know, the coup is, the coup has been great for brand building, I guess. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know we were like, it was like, what are we going to talk about after the election? You know? Yeah, right. we were like, oh. anyone care? I guess so. Yeah. How can we possibly come up with a new enough co- content for an entire mm-hmm. episode? I know. Right. I don't think we're going to have a problem. Honestly. I don't think we're going to have a problem for quite a bit. So yeah. how was our first weekend without Trump's Twitter? Did we feel it? Honestly, like, no, I no, felt more made. angry, more angry, more upset and more unsettled than I have almost any other weekend of this administration. I'm like, I didn't think I could reach these levels of just like inner turmoil about it, but, um, I have, I've, it's there. We're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he hasn't been on Twitter actually just made me feel like, okay, what's he up to? Mm-hmm. What's he doing? Well, that's, right, I'm like, right. where is he? But like, he's really only in, he's, he's at a Trump property. At least we know that. <laughs> like, he's not, he's either at the White House or a Trump property. Like, well, he's, he's not sitting, like. Yeah. He's at the White House, I think. He's, he's sitting said, on his ass watching fucking Fox News, but now he just can't tweet at the, the, the television as he used to. What do you think he does? Like, do you think he just like puts it in the notes app? Like- he has he has a Finsta Twitter account and he is just scanning and you know I think maybe he's scanning. Like- they made him some sort of platform Dummy that mimics Twitter, Twitter and so he thinks that he's doing well. Melania apparently is mad at him, which is interesting. I is mean, she? When we, yeah, when we had Kate uh, Glass, when we had Kate Bennett on, she said something which I found surprising, Sammy. When she's like, "No, no, they're close. Like they yeah. talk all the time and." She's not pissed at him all the time. They're close. They have like a warm relationship. So I, that that made it sound. A, I thought I read that headline a little differently today. That she's she's furious with him for doing. That's why mm-hmm. I said in Slack they will never get a divorce because she just renegotiated the prenup. I'm sure she already renegotiated like in the beginning of the of his term. So I'm sure she renegotiated it knowing like I'm sticking it out. Like I don't think she. I don't think she's gonna get a divorce. Like I know he spends a lot of time feeling like oh she's so mad at him or like she won't touch his hand. But like there. They're a team, regardless of if it's not like the normal relationship, what we would consider mm-hmm. like a normal relationship. Mm-hmm. They are a team and they're sticking it out. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's she's like, mad. What's she mad about? Like, 
Yeah. They're all like the Underwoods in House of Cards. Like everyone says yeah. like it's like Bill Clinton and, and Hillary Clinton are like the Underwoods too. It's like, who, who the fuck really knows? But mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I could see it. Like it's a partnership, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People, people have been doing it forever, like King and Queens and not to get I, all historical. Well, yeah. I mean, he did incite a coup. Right. Yes. Right. So let's get into the news. Over the weekend, congressional Democrats began preparing a plan to remove Trump from office before the end of his term. While social media companies finally took steps to minimize the chances of another violent insurrection taking root on their platforms. So let's return to the most pressing question of, I think, pretty much every podcast we've ever done since 2016. Why is this president still in power? Why? One word, cowardice. Cowardice from our from the people who could have held him accountable. That's the only that's the only answer because like he's committed a lot of crimes. He has done a lot of very bad things during this administration. And if the Democrats had been, and let's say the Democrats and the Republicans, because I'm not just going to be like, oh, the Republicans are excused. They're actually way worse. Um, Mm -hmm. The Republicans who know that Trump is like a shithead and still go for him anyway, because they like the money or some random policy, they agree that like, you know, immigrants should be in cages. Like, you actually just told on yourself that you know Trump sucks and that you're you're going that you're going along with it anyway. So the answer is cowardice. People are afraid of holding him accountable to the fullest extent. And that's why he's been able to like even before he was president get away with blowing up all his companies, going bankrupt several times. I yeah. mean, he's been committing crimes since he was like a my- like a legal adult, let's just say. And yeah, it's like, well, people are like, well, 75 million people voted for him. It's like, yeah, because they also can see that there are all of these accomplices going with it. They're seeing these House Republicans and these Republic- these Senate Republicans, and they're being like, well, these guys think it's okay. And then it's vice versa. They're like, well, the voters think it's okay. So they're just like feeding into this fucking, like, also- you know... I- I don't know, whatever you call it. (laughs) They voted for him because they're Republicans and they follow right-wing media and he was the Republican on the ticket. Let's say you had like, let's say you had Biden, uh, Romney, and and Trump. Do you think 75 million people would have voted for Trump? I don't. I think there were probably like a lot of Republicans out there who would rather have had like a normal quote-unquote Republican because it's like less embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean- But it, there's still, it's still pr- like clearly we can see that he's able to mobilize these yeah. radical people, and like, and on a on a big level, it's not like small potatoes, you know. It is not a couple of people. These are these are are a lot of a big radicalization of people, you know. Like I think we're gonna talk about how many people agreed with the uh, yeah, attempted right coup. Now. And so I think you I think you wrote like forty five percent of Republicans and one in five Americans. That is a lot of fucking people. And that is frightening. And it's because it's because of all of these people, these fucking Republicans calling for unity, these congressional Republicans, after they try to overturn an election, which is just bonkers. Um, and they're just feeding into each other. And as, if, if they could just stop feeding into each other, then maybe people could sit down and be like, oh, fuck, this was bad. But it's just they just keep doing it. Right. Like, I'm waiting for some more audio to drop where Trump is like, Trump says something outrageous, like, I don't care if they kill Pence. Like, like, totally. like that, like, like, it's so sad that like one bad thing happens, you get like 18 hours of like, maybe any sort of thought about consequences. And then immediately after, they just go back to like reverting to partisanship. 
It's really crazy. Did you guys happen to watch um, Nancy Pelosi's CBS uh, 60 Minutes interview uh, last night? So she, they basically, she walks through the Capitol and shows how basically they knew where to go. The rioters knew where to go, to go to her office. They were fucking carrying zip ties. They broke down her doors. They were screaming, we're going to get Nancy, like saying Nancy's name, saying they're going to go get her. They're going to hang Mike Pence. And we're just supposed to be like, oh, we need to unite these people. They were just calling for people, the vice president to die. Like it is just, and and so cowardice is them saying unite and not get rid of him. It's wild. Yeah, the unity versus accountability message has been bizarre because it's just what, if, if it doesn't unite us to hold accountable people that, that launched a violent coup against the government, I'm not really sure what will. Biden calls for unity in his speech, literally like, like before he was the, the votes were even final he called for he was yes. calling for unity that whole week you want unity we offered you unity mm-hmm. you didn't take it amen exactly mm-hmm. and i think that the time the timeline is so important here because every day farther away we get from this insurrection even though i don't think people will soon forget it the less motivated these lawmakers are because trump has just done so many crazy things that a couple days go by you're just like well that happened that was crazy. They released the call. They released the, call, the call of him trying to overturn the Georgia election a week ago. That was the impeachable offense a week ago. He should have been removed from office for that. It's just, yeah. You're, yeah. you're exactly right, Amanda. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. 
That's newly with two U's and enter the code feverdream 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code feverdream 20 Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So Nancy Pelosi is still pushing Mike Pence to invoke the 25th, urging the House to vote by unanimous consent to pass a resolution formally asking him to. Um, speaking of what we're just talking about, Pence has said that he will consider that if the president becomes more unstable, which just proves he knows that the president is unstable, which is what the thing is for. What does more unstable look like? Literally, Mike Pence dead? Like, and mm-hmm. then he's like, like, what is more unstable than wanting him dead? Right. right. Like, that's you won't be able to invoke it. And not telling the protesters, maybe don't try to hang my vice president. What is more unstable than that? I just like, what do you think? NPR this morning was saying how Donald Trump and Mike Pence haven't even spoken since nope, this has happened. That. He hasn't even reached out to him. And he like was attacking him on Twitter that day of the coup as it was happening. What are you doing, Mike Pence? That's why it's so confusing why Mike Pence just can't, Mike Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Pence <laughs> just can't like do anything. He needs like, to put on his big boy pants and <laughs> get off do the something fence, about Pence. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, I mean, come on, Pence. We can't let that fly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fly. Come on. I am one of the two funniest <laughs> friends. I was making sure I got mine in there. Even though we have one reviewer who like once a month is like, comes back to say Elise is the only funny one. They come Aww. back. Yeah, they love Elise. Elise is number one fan. It's Elise. Come back. Elise, <laughs> Elise is writing that review. <laughs> Elise is writing Sorry, so Elise. Let's, let's, that's really funny. Maybe it's like her. Maybe it's Danny. <laughs> Yeah. I bet it is. I bet it is. He's like, look, honey, every time she maybe gets a little yeah. sad. I don't think she does, but yeah. we'll, we'll check in with Lisa about it tomorrow. So when are we getting impeachment? And how and what's it going to look like? Is this president going to be in office? Okay, actually, quick rapid fire, and then we'll get into it. But everybody answer if they think Trump will still be in office on January 20th. Brian? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes I, I do too. Okay, great. So we don't have to talk about it. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I, I want to be wrong. I'm just hedging. And Honestly, that means... That doesn't mean he won't be impeached. So as we speak, House Democrats are formally unveiling their resolution to impeach Donald Trump. They're doing this now. I read they were doing it at 11. It's right now 11-16. They are, these impeachment articles charge him with incitement of insurrection for his role at the U.S. Capitol. So Nancy Pelosi has told her caucus to be ready to fly back to D.C. And more than 210 of the 222 Democrats in the House have already signed on. I don't think Democratic unity is really an issue here. There's also a resolution, as we mentioned, uh, that Nancy is urging Mike Pence to invoke the 25th. She's just giving him more time, like more warnings, like you better do this because I know you don't want Trump impeached either, even though I think he would probably prefer that. Um, The resolution states that if he were to stay in office, Trump would remain a threat to national security, democracy, and the Constitution. Two Republicans in the Senate, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, have said that Trump must resign. We have not really gotten any clarity on Senate Republicans where they would land on conviction. But impeachment on the way out is still quite a stain. Is it, though? Is it, though? Interesting question. I don't think anyone cares. I think that, I mean, we care. But, like, yeah, I think we have a bigger problem than just, like, impeachment. Because, like, all of, all of this, like, so sewing about accountability is ignoring the fact that there is a large population in this country that is like programmed to MAGA and that the deprogramming process of that is like, I don't know how that happens. So like they don't care if he's impeached. They see that as like deep state, you know, 
they they are censoring our beautiful president who's done everything for us. Like, it's almost, I see why someone like Biden would be like, oh, I don't want this to get in the way of my agenda. Be, like, mm-hmm. I, see, I see that perspective from him. Obviously, yeah. I like hardcore for accountability and like punishment for Trump and all these Republicans and all the rioters and all the people in law enforcement who did not do what they were supposed to. But like, I get why knowing the reality of the situation, why some people might be like, it's not going to help. I also think that even if Biden, because there are some people, Biden has said publicly, it's up to the Congress. He hasn't weighed in strongly either way about impeachment. But I'm also fine with the incoming president having to say unity, unity, unity. When I criticize people Mm -hmm. talking about unity, I'm not criticizing Joe Biden. That's what he ran on. That's what he won on. I'm fine with Joe Biden talking about unity. It's the Senate Republicans we're, we're talking about. Yeah. Right. Because he mean, always wants unity. Like, yeah, well, he's consistent. Joe, and Joe Biden is, he is dealing with, you know, one of the most, you know, like probably one of the hardest entrances into a presidential administration ever, you know, considering we are in the midst of a global pandemic and 4,000 people are dying every single day in this, in this country. I think it's and the hardest. It, I would say it's maybe, probably maybe the hardest. FDR. Maybe FDR. FDRs, yeah, it's it's up there. It's definitely the top three. <laughs> like, yeah. and and so he needs to he needs to focus on the fucking pandemic. And I don't blame him for being like, Congress can do what its congressional duty and hold this man accountable. I need to focus on getting as many people safe and vaccinated as possible. And I I I think that's right. You know. As you're talking about this, I'm thinking about like, you guys know what the glass cliff is? No. It just refers to like a lot of times in like corporations or even in countries, women are hired to lead for the first time in like really bad scenarios. And then if they fail, it's like they didn't fail. It was just never going to work. I just think it would be funny if we just applied that to men for this. Like if Biden doesn't fix this, (laughs) it means no more men. I'm going to start that campaign. Yeah, that's That's actually such a great point. Like, I I forgot about that term, but that is Mm -hmm. such a great point. I think about it all the time. Theresa May, Brexit. Theresa May, exactly, exactly. Not that I I love her, but, you know, she wasn't going to get that done. Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well... Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So your less woke relatives might be asking you this week, why impeach Donald Trump? if he has only nine days left in his term. As we have been saying, first of all, accountability. And impeaching provides a lot of different options for that. Not simply Donald Trump was the first president impeached twice. You know, I'm thinking when I'm like in AP U.S. history, the chapter ending with Trump then became the president, the first president impeached twice. That's not enough for me. I want a bigger conclusion there. I want a much bigger conclusion. I want him disqualified from running again. And that is why we should impeach. And the Senate has the power to both remove Trump from office and prevent him from holding office in the future. The Senate can hold an impeachment trial after Trump leaves office. We've been asked this question so many times, which they can decide whether to convict him and then to disqualify him from serving future office. And a lot of reasons why there are questions around these is because 
it's never happened. It's in the Constitution, and it seems unclear just because we've never had to bear it out with a president. But a lot of these things, there are precedents with other public figures. And in the Constitution, it's the same process regardless of who it is. I'm sure there are some um, additional things for president. But these things have been undertaken before, and there's no reason there can't be a trial after Trump leaves office, because then they can decide whether to convict him or to disqualify him. It would take two-thirds of the Senate to convict Trump, but only a simple majority after that to disqualify him from future office. And it sounds like this trial would take place when Democrats have a 50% majority. Impeaching twice, even without a Senate vote, as we said, would also make Trump the only president ever impeached twice. However, a Senate impeachment trial will take some time, time that some lawmakers are wondering could be better spent pushing Joe Biden's agenda, namely confirming cabinet nominees and getting urgent COVID relief out the door. On CNN yesterday, Representative Jim's, Jim Clyburn, the number three Democrat in the Senate, he made an interesting suggestion, which is that the House could move rapidly to impeach Donald Trump. We are thinking that's going to happen Wednesday, and then just wait to transmit the articles until after Biden's first 100 days. Let's listen. Do you have any concerns that Congress will be distracted uh, if this trial goes forward instead of focusing on the cabinet and coronavirus? Yes, I do have concerns, but so does uh, Speaker Pelosi. We'll take the vote that we should take in the House, and she will make the determination as when is the best time to get that uh, vote and get the managers appointed and move that legislation uh, over to the Senate. It just so happens that if it didn't go over there for 100 days, uh, it could be. Let's give uh, President-elect uh, Biden uh, the 100 days he needs to get his agenda off uh, and running, and maybe we'll send uh, the articles uh, sometimes after that. So would we be satisfied with that? What do we think? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not satisfied with anything less than impeachment and removal this week expelling at least Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and potentially some members of the house, but like, let's just say them. And then like a full blown investigation into the Capitol police and any rioters who were involved. Like that is the, that is the like minimum for me. Anything mm-hmm. less than that, I'm dissatisfied. And like, I probably will be dissatisfied, but that's just, yeah. I'm not going to like change my expectations because they're too cowardly to do it. Yeah. I mean, if it seems like, here's the thing though, it seems like that they won't, be able they're not going to be able to do it we, we all said when we when you asked all of us we all said we don't think we think he'll still be president until the inauguration and but i think that you know then there will be these committees and investigations congressional committees congressional investigations and i don't think it will be the end of it because we'll be fucking hearing about this shit because they're going to look into this into you know who was organizing this you know riots that, that began as a protest you know um who's organizing it who is funding it like they need to they're gonna look into all that shit and we're gonna be fucking hearing about it forever you know i know i've and- gone from like i've gone from like don't let trump live rent free in your head to let trump live there subsidize his existence don't ever let him leave lock him the fuck in there until he is held accountable and everybody he inspired did and you know what yeah. i think that we have some members in our house thank God, some progressives that are in there that got in there the past two years who are going to make sure that that happens. Yeah, like, I don't want to fucking think about Trump. I just want to go watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. But, like, I'm sorry. This is a problem. And, like, I am not the kind of person who can look the other way with this guy. Like, it's just you not know, my vibe. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps if he hadn't, like, He's not fucking, a cool girl. <laughs> perhaps if, yeah, perhaps if he had not fucking, like, tried to, like, 
organize a coup and overturn the election and just sat silently had a peaceful I transition know. of power, perhaps people would have just been like, I'm just going to push him out of my mind. I don't want to hear, like, maybe, like, Joe Biden saying he might not even pursue any charges, like, whatever. Now, I'm like, well, you try to do this fucking shit. Let's burn him at the fucking stake. Like, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Somebody totally probably was in his ear or should have been like, look, they won the Senate. They're going to be busy. If you just lie low, you maybe can live a quiet life. But now, no. hell yeah. no. Now you've committed one of the biggest crimes against our Republic. Okay, but he's still going to get to lie low and live a quiet life unless we do something in the next week yeah. or two, month or two. Like, like, like he's going to be able to do that. Hundred well, days, regardless. With and the coup. I'm just—it's frightening to think of like what's going to happen in terms of like pardons and all of these things in the coming week. I read that he's backed off the pardons, but in a couple days he'll probably feel emboldened because nothing's happening. I know. Yeah, if we've watched this, like he gets a little scared of like consequences. He acts like semi. He backs off for like a few hours, and then he just goes back harder. That's the. This is the story of the whole administration. He like people push back a little bit, but not enough, and then he just goes even harder because he knows that he's nothing's gonna happen to him. Yeah, right. He's the it's embodiment like, yeah. of the Kelly Clarkson strong, stronger. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he put his kill you. Like when he got COVID, <laughs> he put his mask on for five minutes, and then yeah. it was done. This Don't is it. even this was fucking remind mask. me of the Avita moment. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, Mitch McConnell, I'm sure would love to gum up. Democrats' effectiveness in the Senate by by doing an impeachment. She was like, I'm not doing anything before the 19th. But Nancy is introducing these. I am sure we will see an impeachment vote in the House by Wednesday, which would mean that Donald Trump will have become the first president impeached twice. But we obviously need a lot more, especially because Trump, he's not showing any remorse for what happened. No. As we said, 45% of Republicans said they supported the rioters who scaled the walls, overcame Capitol Police, resulted in five deaths. They beat they beat cops, and at one in five total Americans support these rioters. So it's not enough. We're seeing some interesting accountability in the business and social media world. Parler, the social media app favored by conservatives because they basically don't check for accuracy or, or monitor or moderate anything. It's been removed from Google's and Apple's stores. Amazon's web hosting service has also removed the app. Twitter, as we know, suspended Trump permanently. Facebook, he's off till the end of his term. And even companies have distanced themselves from Trump and some Republicans for their role in the insurrection, which if we're going to treat rep- companies like people, I think it's finally time we ask for them to have a conscience. So Stripe will halt payment processing for President Trump's campaign website. And there's just a handful of corporations that have now halted donations to lawmakers who oppose certifying Biden's win. The Lincoln Project is apparently going to start a huge TV campaign targeting companies that still give to GOP lawmakers, which I'm satisfied with that. I think that's a very good iteration for the for the post-Trump Lincoln Project. And there are a lot of companies that say they're reconsidering their donations to Republican members, but I don't really want to give them the good press they're looking for since they've been had I already no did this morning. Yeah. yeah. I figured you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm actually, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't decide. Like the first okay. few people, good press. And then anyone after that, like, I don't care. <laughs> right. And one of them was like, a, I can't remember what it was, but they said, we're not going to donate to Trump Chase. anymore. And, it was, and they had given like a thousand dollars or something. Oh, I think oh, it was no. Citigroup. Yeah. No, that, right. That wasn't Chase, but Chase said they are, they are stopping to both parties. Interesting. Uh, yeah, how about companies and banks just don't give money to politicians anymore? Right, I'm like, okay I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, like, Democrat or Republican, fine, sure, whatever. Yeah, Stop giving money to politicians. This cycle, Democrats proved that we can raise money. 
They have all our yeah. money. It's fine. They're so, good. So, um, have you been seeing those videos of people who are in DC getting like booted off of planes because of the no-fly lists? Love it. It's really amazing. I went on this like like little rabbit hole this morning about how Parler. It's like very. It was like it's very. It's not like an, an advanced app. You know, it's it was easily accessible for like hackers and stuff. And apparently, this is what. Um, I read, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I think it's whatever. Just take it with a grain of salt, as I say. And it's, it's like, so when you register to be a, like a registered citizen on Parler, you have to put your ID, like you're to verify you're a real person. And then, so that's how they were so easily able to get these people on no fly lists because they had, they had uploaded these pictures of them at the Capitol and Parlor, and when you go into their profile, their fucking driver's license is there. I've heard that a lot beautiful. of the reason these people have been so easy to capture is because they were so ostentatious about what they were doing. They did Instagram Lives from inside the Capitol. They mm-hmm. talked, they shared all of this information. They didn't wear masks on their faces. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not hard to find any of them. I know all the people with the with the zip ties have been... I need those people. I need those. I need those people to never. I don't know. I'm also in this place now where it's like, oh, but like, what about prison abolition? But I want these guys away for life. But now, no, not this week. This week, I want them locked up forever. Well, one of them conscience next week. One of them had a truck full of Molotov cocktails and guns. He can never be free. (laughs) That man can never be free. Walk away. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you prison for you, man. Well, it's interesting because the reason that nothing we'll close the show sort of talking by like what's next for his supporters, his, his diehard MAGA supporters, are they going to turn on him? Are they going to support him forever? What, what is next for these supporters and what do we need to do to disempower them? I think we need to like speak to a cult expert. Like I'm not kidding. I think we need to speak about the act of deprogramming these people. I understand that, um, like the social media piece is huge because I think it prevents picking up and radicalizing new people. Um, but I think that the people who are in already that are in really deep, they need yeah. there something needs to give there. Cause I don't think those people are going to, to give up. Like maybe they will have to like go under if there are successful consequences, maybe those people will have to like go under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Like, secret nazis but um maybe they will be fine i don't know it really depends on the next like week or two yeah or it will just take the i just hard to think about i've already been fielding questions from people you know the whole election cycle like how do i tell my trump supporting relatives and it's like oh god i've sort of i've sort of given up but Mm -hmm. it's like well yeah we need to get experts involved in this because these people i understand that they true they have been misled and they they're not victims but they've been victimized. They've been misled. They have been used as, as, as they're just a ploy and these people's objective. And yeah. mm-hmm. they, it's, if they truly believe like that, the woman who died, she probably died a martyr in her head. She died a martyr in their heads. In their heads. Yeah. Well, I mean, so now, now some of them are saying she like, she was like undercover Antifa too. It's like, no. there, there's no consecutive, there's no, there's no like. There's no way to rationale these people's thought processes and anything. It's it, we have no idea. 
Yeah. It's interesting because we've also heard from some listeners in the past couple of days where there have been times on this podcast where people think we're too hard on Republicans overall and they write in with that point of view. And I've heard from at least a dozen people that are like, you guys are right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That just the things that we've been remarking on and trying to point out about parallels and other times in history and how these people have been misled. Unfortunately, nobody feels good about what happened, but on the way out, um, I think people are seeing how seriously, how, how much damage this president has had on like generations of voters and that it's, it's not nothing. It's not, there's two sides to everything. It's not all politicians are the same. It never has been. And I am at least glad that people are seeing that. Mm-hmm. We will be reporting on all this all week, every day via morning announcements where you can get that comes up first thing in the morning, five minutes, get your headlines, and then join us later in the day for more in-depth conversation. Until the return of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Rachel Smith. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Betches.